Principles for Your Week is brought to you by Christendom College and sponsored by our Principled Society members. Watch this episode and learn more about our free classes at GetPrinciples.com. Greetings from Christendom College here in the beautiful Shenandoah Valley of Virginia. You know, some things are so rich and so profound that they just can't be communicated effectively in prose, all right? But requires the beauty and rhythm of poetry to capture or penetrate the deeper meaning of things. There's a beautiful poem which oftentimes I would read on trips that I would take with friends of Christendom College to Ireland, in which many ways I think captures the spirit, the beautiful, glorious spirit of traditional Irish Catholic culture. It is a poem written by John O'Brien entitled, The Trimmings of the Rosary. It is rich with that melancholic streak so characteristic of the Irish temperament. Uh, of course, Ireland is a land of bards and poets, and that melancholic temperament is the predominant temperament of all great poets. And it touches the heart always with that certain longing for eternity. So I'd like to share with you today The Trimmings of the Rosary by John O'Brien. Ah, the memories that find me now, my hair is turning gray, drifting in like painted butterflies from the paddocks far away, dripping dainty wings in fancy, and the pictures fading fast, stand again in rose and purple in the album of the past. There's the old slab dwelling, dreaming by the wistful, watchful trees, where the coolabas are listening to the stories of the breeze. There's a homely welcome bringing from its big, bright, friendly eyes with a sugar loaf behind it blackened in against the skies. There's the same dear, happy circle round the Bori's cheery blaze with a little Irish mother telling tales of other days. She had one sweet, holy custom which I never can forget, and a gentle benediction crowns her memory for it yet. I can see that little mother still and hear her as she pleads. Now it's getting on to bedtime. All you children, get your beads. There were no steel-bound conventions in that old slab dwelling free. Only this, each night, she'd lined us up to say the rosary. E'en the stranger there, who stayed the night upon his journey new, he must join the little circle, I, and take his decade too. I believe she darkly plotted when a sinner hove in sight, who was known to say no prayer at all to make him stay the night. Then we'd softly gather round her, and we'd speak in accents low, and pray like sainted Dominic so many years ago. And the little Irish mother's face was radiant, for she knew that where two or three are gathered, he is gathered with them too. Or the potters and the aves, how her revered head would bend, how she'd kiss the cross devoutly when she counted to the end. And the visitor would rise at once and brush his knees, and then he'd look very, very foolish as he took the boards again. She had often prayers to keep him, they were long, long prayers in truth, and we used to call them trimmins in my disrespectful youth. She would pray for kith and kin and all the friends she'd ever known. Yes, and every one of us could boast a trimmin all his own. 
she would pray for all our little needs and every shade of care that might darken o'er the sugar loaf. She met it with a prayer. She would pray for this one's sore complaint or that one's hurted hand or that someone might make a deal and get that bit of land or that dad might sell the cattle well and seasons good might rule so that little John, the weekly one, might go away to school. There were trimmings too that came and went, but ne'er she closed without, adding one for something special none of you must speak about. Gentle was that little mother, her wit would sparkle free, but she'd murder him who looked around while at the rosary. And if perchance you lost your beads, disaster waited you. For the only one she'd pardon was himself, because she knew. He was hopeless, and twas sinful what excuse it he'd invent. So she'd let him have his fingers, and he cracked them as he went. And bedad, he wasn't certain if he counted five or ten, yet he'd face the crisis bravely and would start around again. But she tallied all the decades, and she'd block him on the spot. With a glory, dad, I glory, and he'd glory like a shot. She would portion out the decades to the company at large, but when she reached the trimmings, she would put herself in charge. And it often was a cause for wonder how she never once forgot, but could keep them in their order till she went right through the lot. For that little Irish mother's prayers embraced the countrywide. If a neighbor met with trouble, or was taken ill or died. We could count upon a trimmin, till in fact it got that way, that the rosary was but trimmins, to the trimmins we would say. Then himself would start neoning, for the public good, we thought. Sure, you'll have us here till morning. You're a cut them trimmins short. But she'd take him very gently, till he softened by degrees. Well, then, let's get it over. Come on now, all hands to their knees. So the little Irish mother kept her trimmings to the last, ever growing as the shadows or the old selection passed. And she lit our drab existence with her simple faith and love, and I know the angels lingered near to hear her prayers above. For her children trod the path she trod, nor did they spurn to impress her wholesome maxims on their children in their turn. I and every sore complaint came right, and every hurted hand, and we made a deal from time to time, and got that bit of land. And Dad did sell the cattle well, and little John of pride was he who said the mass in black the morning that she died. So her gentle spirit triumphed, for twas this without a doubt was the very special trimming she kept so dark about. But the years have crowded past us, and the fledglings all have flown, and the nest beneath the sugar loaf no longer is their own. For a hand has written Phoenix, and the book is closed for good. Here a stately red-tiled mansion, where the old slab dwelling stood. There the stranger has her evenings, and the formal supper spread. But I wonder, has she trimmings now? Or is the rosary said? All oh, those little Irish mothers, 
passing from us one by one, who will write the noble story of the good that they have done? All their children may be scattered and their fortunes windwards hurled, but the trimmings on the rosary will bless them round the world. Quite a poem, quite a story, quite a culture that can produce such a poem and such wonderful women. Perhaps we should be singing Faith of Our Mothers. Thank you for being with us today, and may God bless you. Thanks for listening. Amidst a culture that attacks our faith and heritage, Principles and Christendom College help Catholics to know, live, and share their Catholic faith. Together, we can spread the light of truth to help renew the church, the family, and the culture. Support this and other free and faithful Catholic content at getprinciples.com support.